1: Hi, everyone. My name is Claire O'Shea, and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Dance podcast. Today, I have a super exciting guest on the show who I'll be interviewing, learning more about her amazing business, as well as discussing dance, childhood development, and so much more. Today on the show, we have the fabulous Jessica Boulder Griffin, who is the creator of IntelliDance and the IntelliDance Method. IntelliDance is a playful and creative approach to movement education in the early years, and her programs are based on current best practices. practices. Practices and recommendations in early childhood development and education, coupled with child and caregiver-approved fun. The program model combines exploration and discovery with dance, music, and play designed to nurture the littlest dancers while strengthening the caregiver-child bond. IntelliDance instructors are play advocates who empower families by providing simple, accessible experiences that take them from our classroom into their homes. And here's a little bit more about Jessica. Jessica is a movement educator from Edmonton, Alberta in Canada with over 18 years of dance education experience. After receiving her degree in special education and working in early intervention and youth intervention education programs for local school boards and government agencies, Jessica decided to pursue her dream of becoming a full-time movement educator after the birth of her first daughter in 2006. Focusing on community-based, inclusive programming for young families at her dance studio, J'adore Dance, she had created more than a dozen original dance programs. During this time, she continued to study the critical connection between movement and development in children during the first five years of life. When her second daughter was born in 2008, she formally launched the IntelliDance programs. The IntelliDance Method Certification program was launched soon after in 2010. In 2016, after growing her one-room studio to serve over 1,200 dancers, offering over 70 classes per week, of which one-third were IntelliDance classes, Jessica made the decision to sell Jodore Dance to expand the IntelliDance certification program internationally and support other professionals working with young children in using the IntelliDance method and programs. Jessica has trained professionals from all over the world in the IntelliDance method using conceptual dance and her Teaching practices to increase the awareness of the benefits of developmentally appropriate early childhood dance and music education and experiences. I know you're going to really love this interview and I'm also so excited to share that Jessica has a special offer for our listeners, which we share about more at the end of the show and in our show notes. But just so you know, Jessica has a bonus $150 coupon, which you receive a discount and also a free IntelliDance Parachute Activities Pack, which includes 17 different parachute activities for early childhood dance and music and an accompanying Spotify playlist. If you want that, the link and the codes to get that is in our show notes and again we talk more about it at the end of the show but I'm super excited to interview Jessica and get to know more about her business of dance so without any further delay let's dive into the show so thank you so much for joining me today Jessica welcome to the show thank you so much for having me Claire I'm excited to be here I'm excited to have you. So I read in your bio that you did leave your job as an early child intervention teacher to start your dream career as a full-time dance teacher and that it was inspired when you had your first child. So can you tell us a little bit about that story and the process of changing careers as a new mother?
2: Absolutely. So dance was always kind of in the back of my mind, even when I was working as an early intervention teacher. I'd taken a really great course that I actually teach at the same university now, um, mm-hmm. but it had really changed my thoughts on dance being a part-time Side job into a full time career. And so that was already kind of percolating in the back of my mind. And then when my first daughter was born, I was really struggling with the idea of going back to work, leaving her in childcare. For me, that just wasn't the right move. And I wanted to figure out a way I could continue to do what I loved, which was teaching and integrate all of the fine arts that I loved, which were music and dance. And I'd spent so much of my time as an early intervention teacher using movement and music to support the children that I knew it would be very beneficial to my daughter. And so, in the first few months of my maternity leave, I spent a lot of time researching. What the connections between early childhood movement and overall development were and looking at how I could take that information and just come up with some fun movement and music activities that I was doing with my daughter at home, knowing that I wanted her to avoid having any of the challenges or complications that some of the children who came to my intervention um, early childhood classroom came with um so yeah really it was about trying to combine those two things and at the same time i had started offering postnatal dance fitness classes for moms and babies and that program really was about the moms getting a workout while the babies were snuggled away in a dance carrier but at the end of class i started sharing with the moms some of these simple music and movement activities that were more focused on the babies and the feedback I got the moms was was very positive and they said you know we would we would love to come to this as a complete class every week one where we can really interact with our babies you're very knowledgeable on their development and we love learning about that so is there any way you can create a new program and I always try to listen to my clients and, and my participants so that's what we did we started offering early childhood baby and toddler and parent and talk classes. And in 2008, when my second daughter was born, we formalized the name as the IntelliDance Programs.
1: Which I love that name, by the way. I think it's so clever. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, ah, I love that.
2: <laughs> Thanks. Me too. It's kind of a proud point of mine. I I really think branding is important when you're trying to differentiate yourself. And so when IntelliDance popped into my brain, I was like, yes, this is it. It fully encompasses what I'm trying to do, which is match joyful dance experiences with the benefits of early childhood development in mind.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I 100% agree with the point you made about branding, but I do also just, I love the catchy name and I always thought like, and like you said, it, it does create like the right image straight away of your business, which is so important. So that's awesome to hear. And it's really also lovely to hear when, you know, a different life stage or I guess the circumstance that you are in at the moment causes you to sort of reevaluate and then actually puts you on a completely different path, but obviously something that you probably now think like you were always meant to do, which is so awesome.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I really do believe that things happen for a reason in life, whether we understand in the moment or not. But I also think as an entrepreneur, the most important thing is to be ready when those opportunities arise and be open to listening to what's happening around you so that you can take those ideas and those opportunities and turn them into something really special.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Very, very true. And that's a good point for everyone sort of listening to your intuition as well as something that I think sometimes we shut down a lot, but it's so important. Absolutely. So you also had a studio called, correct me if I'm wrong, is it J'adore? Yeah, J'adore Dance. I don't speak, we were talking about this earlier. I don't, not very good at French pronunciation, but so yeah, I got that right. So J'adore, oh no, now I got it wrong. J'adore dance, which you actually now have sold to focus on the IntelliDance method program. So you can tell us a little bit about how you developed that your, you know, IntelliDance method and how you first started integrating it into your studio at the time.
2: Absolutely, well IntelliDance and Jador Dance kind of evolved at the same timing. The studio was growing as the programming was growing as well. The studio started out as a mobile business, like I said, offering postnatal and early childhood dance programming. But after a few years, I had so much demand from people within my city, I really knew I needed to have my own space. I was also offering um, a wide variety of dance fitness programs. Um, I'm a fitness instructor as well. And I found a lot of challenges renting from other spaces at the times that I need it. So we decided to take the plunge and build our own studio. And at the time, we were still building all of our programming as well and building our family. So it was a little bit of a crazy time, as I'm sure many entrepreneurs can relate to. But the great thing about having my own studio was it really allowed me to kind of test out my programming and get immediate feedback from the caregivers. There's so many aspects of the IntelliDance program that are part of our methodology and training now, but they happen in a very organic way. from me, trying things in class or listening to what my participants liked or need it and adding those to the programs. So one example is in our IntelliDance Babies program, we now start every class with what we call our developmental discussion. We discuss something related to early childhood development that we'll be actively exploring within that class. In the beginning, I didn't do this developmental discussion, but I noticed that I had moms asking me so many questions. They were fascinated about development. They wanted to be empowered in their own understanding of how to parent and understand their relationship with their child. And so it just naturally, that's how we ended up starting every class. And now it's definitely a very important part of each IntelliDance Babies class as it provides us with a focus and gives the parents a why behind every activity that we do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that does sound really, like you said, pretty much a dream to be able to test and um, try out your program and get that immediate feedback while you're developing it.
2: Absolutely. And because the children that I started teaching dance to were so young, they were babies, they continued to age. And as they aged, their parents didn't want to give up coming to our studio. So as my own daughter grew up, and as the children in my classes grew up, we continued to add programming. So when we first started, we really were just looking at, you know, early childhood and postnatal programming. And by the time I sold the studio, we offered classes for all ages, we had a full year children's performance program. We offered a wide variety of dance styles. And our focus really was to be a space where people of all ages and abilities could come together and dance for the love of dance. We were never a competitive studio. There was lots of competitive studios already in our market. So I made the decision to really look at what was missing, what could our niche be, and focus on making that niche the best that it could be. And so by the time I sold the studio in 2016, we were off programming to over a thousand families every week in a one studio space and I know that's something studio owners talk to me about all the time they would look at you know I was offering 70 plus classes a week to all these families how were we making our studio so profitable and it really was by thinking outside the box Leveraging as many different program ages as we could so we could utilize pretty much every wakeable hour of our studio seven days a week. And that's what allowed us to grow so quickly to see such high profits and to really stand out in our community as doing something different.
1: Yeah, and that really is so important. And when you said like, well, a thousand people is is crazy, amazing. But then when you say you had a one room studio, it makes you go like, gosh, you literally, like you said, must have been utilizing every hour of the day. Absolutely. And that also just allowed us to reach other people as well, because we offered
2: such dynamic and unique programming that people who had never even considered taking a dance program before were willing to walk through our doors. We also were reaching families where their children were interested in dance, but maybe didn't want to be dedicating, you know, five to 10 hours a week to dance training. They had other passions they were pursuing, but their parents really understood from taking the IntelliDance programs how beneficial dance education is to all human beings. So we were able to continue to capitalize on the, that momentum we'd created in early childhood to
1: expand into all other areas of dance education. Hmm. And I think like you said as well, well, just knowing in at, at dance studios in general, there is often a lot of time during the day where it's not being used but if you can offer classes for you know mums and young um, babies then you can really kind of start filling up a lot of that time during the day as well
2: Absolutely. And that was one thing I really recognized when I started my business as a mobile studio. I was able to easily rent from studios during their daytime hours, they didn't have anything running. And that's why we were so successful in our one studio space. We weren't having hours upon hours every day that we were paying for lease and heating and all the other expenses without having active clients there. So it really allowed us to expand quickly to invest back into our studio at quite a rapid rate, as well as our teaching staff, professional development, ongoing trainings, all of that was fed by the profits we were able to make quite
1: quickly. And that again, fed back into our ability to expand. Amazing. And like you said, then you created a profitable business that you could easily sell, which is amazing. So you could focus on expanding the program even more.
2: Absolutely, and I know for me, you know, selling your studio, I think for many of us who are studio owners, it's more than just a business. It's our heart and our soul, our blood, sweat and tears quite literally many times go into building our businesses. But for myself, I really started to realize around year nine and 10 of owning my business that I had taken the studio as far as I was interested in taking it. It was very successful. could continue to grow but for myself i wanted to see if i could take my business experience to an international level and i'd had so much interest in intellidance already by the time i sold the studio i was offering one time a year summer certifications for teachers but i had demand to be offering more of that and offering it online and really expanding into different markets And I learned quite quickly in my business, you can't do all the things all the time. You have to pick and choose, you have to be able to delegate, and you have to be able to follow where your heart is leading you. So even though it was a very difficult decision for me to sell my studio, I did sell it to two instructors who were working for us, so it was left in very good hands, it continues to be a successful studio, and I was able to pursue my larger dream of launching IntelliDance internationally.
1: Yeah, that's so amazing. And I also, um, moving on from that question, because I feel like I could talk about that all day, but talking more about your program and like programming in general, I read on your website that the IntelliDance Method is more than actually just for dance teachers, which I found really interesting, but it also can be for studios obviously interested in offering that method, but for other professionals as well, such as music teachers and occupational therapists, childcare workers, librarians, psychologists, anyone basically who works with young children. So can you elaborate on the benefits that businesses who work with young children may experience with your certification? Because I just find it really fascinating that it can be so diverse.
2: Absolutely. Well, that's the interesting thing about early childhood development is it really doesn't live in a vacuum or in, you know, a single class or program. Children are learning and growing all of the time and the development they experience between zero to five years is the most rapid brain growth that we experience as human beings within our lifetime. And the more time we spend researching the benefits of movement and music, the more that researching is pointing out how important this is to early childhood development. And that's where I think me offering classes to a wide variety of clients really benefited this expansion of IntelliDance into other professions. I had librarians and preschool teachers and occupational therapists and psychologists bringing their own children to my programs. And when I would speak to the parents about the developmental benefits behind why we do each IntelliDance activity, all of these different professional practices were able to say, hey, that really relates to me. Maybe this is something that I could bring back into my own practice generally around the world we're seeing a decrease in physical activity as our lives become more entrenched in technology but unfortunately this has left some delays and gaps for many children we also spend less time together in person connected in communities because Mm -hmm. we're spending more time in online communities but in terms of social and emotional development children really do need that in-person time and so i think because the IntelliDance Method speaks very clearly to our caregivers about why each activity is important to their child's development. And we ensure that those are activities that they can also transfer into their homes. Many professionals who came to take classes with their children could easily see the connections. Mm-hmm. I've also had a YouTube channel for a very long time. And I, in the beginning, my YouTube channel really was designed to meet my client's needs. You know, sleep deprived moms would say to me, we love that little finger play or that action song that you taught us in class. But Miss Jessica, I'm so tired. By the time I got home, I couldn't remember the words. Right. And that's the reality. That's the reality of working with an early childhood population. And so again, going back to listening to my clients, I started filming the different activities you would do in class and posting them on a YouTube channel. However, YouTube allows everyone to see my videos and that's, again is where many different professionals started seeing my work and engaging with the IntelliDance method and many of them started before they came to me for training trying some of these activities in their different professional practices. One area we get a lot of different teachers coming to us as the area of English as a second language particularly in the overseas markets where English is not going to be the primary language but still seen as a very beneficial skill for children to learn to help them later on in their careers and so we had quite a few ESL teachers who have trained with us now and offer the IntelliDance program within their countries in English to support this early childhood language learning because dance and music are international languages they create that bridge between the The primary language and a new language for a child by using the universal language of movement and music. So it creates a very powerful learning environment that works within the way children are designed to learn and grow.
1: Yeah really fascinating Um, and I did actually notice that how you have a really popular uh, YouTube channel so I did when I was doing research for interview I was like whoa like that's so awesome so it's interesting to hear as well how that started and now obviously it's sort of developed and changed but also so wonderful that you give so many resources out to people who you know maybe are just looking to start a program or just, you know, don't have the capability of doing so yet, but you're still sort of sharing your knowledge with people in the community, which is so amazing.
2: Yeah, that really goes back to two things that I believe very strongly in. One being more of an overall philosophy. My overall philosophy is dance for every child. I really want all children, no matter what their socioeconomic status, where they're coming from, to be able to access dance and music activities. And by sharing those online for free, I know that other teachers are going to be able to use those resources and provide that experience for their children. The second reason is, in the beginning of my business, I tried licensing and certifying different programs and some were great and I continue to offer at my studios. Others, I didn't feel were quite what I was looking for. And for myself, I know when someone's investing in my program, I want to make sure it's a right fit for them. I want this to be something that they can really get behind because we look at our certified teachers as a community. We connect with each other. We support each other. And we share a very similar teaching and dance philosophy. So I want to make sure that anyone coming and joining me has seen for themselves that these activities do work within their professional practice and their own personal educational philosophy, and as well, just give them a chance to really try things out before they make that investment. I understand for most of us working in dance or early childhood, sometimes our um, incomes aren't as competitive as other industries. And so for me, it's really important that people know when they're investing in IntelliDance, this is something that's going to make a difference in their business and their professional practice.
1: Yeah, lovely. And like you said, they're basically getting to know you and like you and trust you before they even purchase anything, which is so awesome. And like, I have used some of your resources before and they've been great. And before um, I even like reached out to you to be on the podcast, like I've seen your work on Facebook and YouTube and everything for years. So you've definitely been on my radar and I'm sure a lot of people listening to this you know, have seen you on Facebook and YouTube and everywhere. Without that, so you really are like creating a really wonderful name for yourself in the industry as well. Thank you. Not a problem. You're welcome. Uh, in your business philosophy, you also touch on the importance of bracing, embracing, and nurturing a child's individuality. So this is a really important thing for me as well. But can you expand on this for our listeners and mention how you actually integrate this within your method? So is this part something that you teach your people who are coming through your training as well.
2: Absolutely. So part of this is based on my educational background and educational best practices and understanding that human beings all learn in different ways. Um, But one we really like to focus on in Teledance is called the VAC theory of education. And that stands for visual, auditory, and kinesthetic. And the idea is we all learn through all three of those learning domains. However, if you think about the best way you learn, you could probably pick one that is your primary, preferred learning modality. So, for myself, I would categorize myself first as an auditory learner, second as a kinesthetic, and third as a visual learner. Um, My youngest daughter is very much a visual learner, and then secondary kinesthetic and auditory. And as I parented my own children and taught a lot of children over the years, I really recognize that the best learning environments recognize that all children are going to learn in slightly different ways, but we need to ensure that that learning is individualized enough that they can be successful within a group classroom situation. From a social emotional standpoint as well, in early childhood, children aren't going to just Listen to the teacher because they are the teacher. (laughs) They haven't Mm -hmm. yet experienced school and those kind of Expectations in terms of academics and learning environments yet And we want to create a really positive association with them being in the dance studio or being within the classroom So we try to give the children the opportunity to respond and express the way they are engaging with their activities in their own way my oldest daughter was the child who would do absolutely everything the moment we introduced it in class. She was dancing, she was singing, she was my little social butterfly. And she continues as a teenager to really engage with the world in that way. My second daughter was the exact opposite. She often would spend the first six weeks of any intelligence program she would come to sitting in the corner, sucking her thumb, holding her special stuffed bunny. But when we would go home she would demonstrate and perform all of the activities that we had done in class and what i began to recognize with her was that she needed to spend class time visually observing and processing mentally what we were doing in class and then she felt more confident expressing that learning in her home environment now that's not to say she didn't eventually dance and participate with us in Mm -hmm. class she did, it was always quite a shock to parents to see this little child who had spent the first six weeks of maybe a 10 week dance program sitting in the corner on week seven to suddenly be engaging and doing absolutely everything all the other children had been doing to the same level, even though her participation had looked very different. And I like to use that example when I talk to parents. There's gonna be the kids that do need to sit and watch and observe because that's how they're gonna learn in the beginning. And that's not to say they're not learning, they just demonstrate it in a very different way. On the flip side, you might have a child that needs to consistently be moving during class. And I know sometimes parents can find this very stressful because their child doesn't want to sit down or sit still and isn't necessarily doing what the rest of the children are doing, but they are learning in their own way. So in our IntelliDance classes, while well, we have some general guidelines for safety and participation expectations, Mostly from the caregivers to support their child's learning needs, we really do try to accept every child as they come, knowing that if we work with them in their learning modality and also provide them with an environment that's positive and supportive of their emotional needs, in the long run, they're going to have a much better experience, learn a lot more, and create that positive association with dance in the classroom.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's really interesting, like you say, and it's probably was interesting at the time, having your daughter be the one as well who it sort of gave you that example and that experience. Because I myself and I'm sure people listening have had students who've done similar things and it's really hard trying to get their parents to commit to it and continue it because you know that they are absorbing it. And you know that they're actually getting a benefit from it but if the parents just to look in the classroom or you know depending on their age obviously if they're in there with them most of the time they like oh it's a waste they're not going to do it and so it's really trying to find the information and you know basically the resources to be able to educate the parents as well about the benefits of continuing just because they might learn and absorb information in a different way.
2: Absolutely, and that's a big part of the training that I offer teachers, is how to communicate those differences in learning styles, different developmental needs to parents, so that they're not comparing their child to another child, respecting that every child is on their own journey, but also to empower the parent. I think a lot of times when parents don't see their child participating in the way they think they should, it becomes almost a shameful thing. The parent might feel judged, they might feel as though they have done their best job as a parent because their child isn't doing what they think they should and it's really our job as IntelliDance instructors to empower parents in understanding their child is doing exactly what they need to be doing we are all just different and unique and I found that by using this approach training other teachers how to positively and effectively communicate developmental information and educational best practices in a positive and empowering way caregivers stay on board and that is why this my studio gross grew, grew so quickly as well was because parents had so much trust in us we developed that in the intellidance programs by showing them not only could we offer wonderful dance and music activities that were you know just a great way to enjoy those art forms but that we also really understood children and and that benefited my studio because as the children grew, the parents trusted us. And so if we needed to make decisions as teachers, whether that was you know moving a child forward in a program maybe they weren't quite old enough for based on our recommendations or asking a child to stay back in a program for another year, parents didn't disagree with us. They trusted our judgment because we proved to them that we really were on their side and their child's best interest was our main priority.
1: And I think that's so important I, I I know a lot of dance teachers and studio owners have problems with that. So it's it's really great to hear like you said that if you you can build that trust with education and then you're able to apply it and the parents seem to be able to trust you a lot more which is obviously such a a great relationship to build. Absolutely. You also have a very special offer for the listeners in for our podcast, which is so, so generous and exciting. So can you explain a little bit about the offer that you created? Absolutely. So I've created two different offers for your listeners. The first is
2: going to be a freebie package, which is a set of Parachute activities that support dance and music learning in young children. There's 17 of those. Each activity is described in detail and we've created an accompanying Spotify playlist again so that you can access all the music you need to put those parachute activities in your classrooms. And that's gonna be a free download again going along with my philosophy of dance for every child and trying to support as many educators as I can. For people who are maybe ready to invest and join our IntelliDance community, I've also offered an $150 off our online certifications so that you can access the training at a slightly discounted rate. And what I'm hoping you'll do is you'll take that $150 that you've been provided in savings and reinvest that in another area of your business that's going to continue to allow you to grow
1: that is so wonderful and we have the links for that and I'll make sure to include that in the outro as well as in our show notes so that when you're wherever they're listening they can just click on it and find that straight away and I hope that people can find and utilize those amazing offers I'm sure that they found this interview so enlightening and i myself I'm going to be looking more at your methods and programs um, I don't even know if I mentioned at the start but I'm also an early childhood uh, educator so i am a teacher of that age group and i I found what you were talking about so interesting but if any of my listeners are interested in just learning more about your program as well or taking part in the offer or you know becoming an intelligent method certified teacher where can they find you where should they go first
2: So probably the first step is to visit our website, intellidance.ca. On the website, you'll be able to take a look at the different programs that we offer, promotional videos for each one that give you a little taste, our different certification options. We also have an online shop of teacher resources that anyone can purchase from. You can also take a look at different testimonials from our teachers. So that's generally a great place to go to get an understanding of what we do, our philosophy, and the different packages that we offer. I also highly recommend, like I said earlier in the interview, do spend some time um, getting to know me on my social media platforms. You can find me on Facebook, uh, our IntelliDance Early Child Childhood dance and music education page where Monday through Friday I am posting different content for you to support your teaching and to just provide you with new ways of growing and expanding your professional practice and business. I'm also on Instagram at Intellidance Method and again I'm sharing on there. I do have a personal Intellidance page as well on Instagram at Intellidancing. That's if you're a little bit more interested in getting to know me on a professional level, my business practices, what really gets Gets me going a lot of my travel I do love to travel so if you're just kind of in, interested in creeping on me a little bit do check out at intellidancing as well and then finally do check out youtube and spotify youtube's going to give you an idea of the different ways we approach activities in the intellidance method there's Hundreds of videos on there ranging from simple activities for parents with young babies all the way up to activities for about age eight and different videos of our teachers from around the world demonstrating how they're utilizing the method in their classes. And then on Spotify, we've created a bunch of free playlists for you to download. There's lots of different concepts and themes. And so if you're just looking for
0: some inspiration and how we utilize music in our programming, you can find out more there. This ends part one of our interview with Jessica. For part two, stay tuned for next week's episode where Claire and Jessica discuss the importance of play in childhood development, motherhood, entrepreneurship, and more. Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast